Welcome once again to Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End Chat. My name's Jim Byrne and the Pat in the title is Pat Byrne. And this is episode 85. In this episode, Pat chats to long-term friend and former neighbour, Anita Manning. Anita is the owner of Glasgow's Great Western Auctions and is often introduced as Scotland's first female auctioneer. You're also likely to know Anita as TV's antiques export expert, export, antiques expert on shows like Vlog It, Bargain Hunt, and the Antiques Road Trip. As usual, I won't detain you because uh, this is an absolute cracker of an episode. And uh, Pat didn't interview Anita in her own living room. She went along to Anita's living room in her beautiful house in the West End of Glasgow. Let's have a listen to Pat chatting to Anita Manning. So here I am today looking out over the River Kelvin with my old friend Anita Manning. Mm-hmm. In your beautiful new home, Anita, it's absolutely Fantastic, it really is. Well, it's a modern building, Pat, but you and I were neighbours in Glasgow <laughs> Street yeah. in the wonderful old Victorian oh. tenements for many, many years, many and we years. were very happy then. Yeah. You're now in a modern house and so am I. Oh, that's right. That's it's right. a lot easier in the old housework, isn't it? Uh, definitely, but Glasgow Street was fantastic. Oh, we had I great mean... times when we were young and golden and uh, we were running wild. Well, I think you were more wild than me, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I think you were. My, I mean, I, I was. I came to your well parties, of course, but <laughs> they were great. No, we had a lot of fun. We did. It was. It was really great. And then we had the, we had the spell where we had the the people coming to stay from the theatre. That's right. We were both theatrical <laughs> landladies, which was absolutely wonderful because we got free tickets to everywhere. I know, Blood Brothers. <laughs> the, the, the only problem was that people would be, um, they would assume you knew who they were because I remember we had Ian Lavender stay, staying with us and um, what, what was that big? Um, Dad's Army. Well, Jim and I must have been only two people in Glasgow that had never seen Dad's Army. <laughs> so, so people, they would assume that, that, you, that you, they were this quite big star, but we would never have a clue who they were, you know. No, the thing fun. about you, Pat, is in your house, it, there was always this wonderful feeling of hospitality <laughs> and you're looking after everyone. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I certainly loved um, when all the kids were, were we, and, of course, you had Lala downstairs and um, Luca and Belle and then Caitlin would come up to me and then Belle, I'm sure you were at the back of this, she had a lot of dressing up clothes. Of course, of course, Mm. of course. This this was when we became grannies, Pat, (laughs) and we had these wee ones. Well, I always had lovely dressing up clothes for myself, Uh never mind for children. So uh, it was always great to dress them up in all these scarves and mad hats and so on. And now they're grown up. I know, and doing so well. Mm-hmm. And um, and I, I have already had Luca on the podcast. Right. The grandson, he's oh, doing so well with his yeah, jazz singing. Well, he's down mm-hmm. in London at the Guildhall in his third year now. 
and um, and he's won he's won a lot of uh, awards. Awarding. Yes, a lot of jazz awards. Yeah. He's great. He's a lovely mm-hmm. boy. I'm very proud of him. Uh, of course. When they were wee, if you remember, they used to come up to my house to practice their piano. Both of them I every know. night. I know. And they, when when they come through to me, I would sometimes say, "How about a song, Luca?" And he would just, I remember him standing behind the couch and just bursting out. Maybe he was only about seven or something. It's a big, big voice then. That's right. Perform at the drop of a hat, a bit like his granny. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, it was good. But Anita, I was just thinking, this, this is fabulous where you are, I absolutely love it. This must be quite handy for Lala as well, is that right? You can That's walk up right. round the back. Well, I'm lucky the... enough now to live five minutes away from Lala uh-huh. and five minutes away from Luke, my, my son, uh-huh, who's now living in... in Glasgow Street. I know. It's terrific. Who was it that told me that? that told, who told me that um, Luke was there? Because I knew. Maybe, but no. <laughs> Who was it told me? It was Luke who told me. Oh, right. Because he's working at the auction, of isn't course, he? that's right. Yeah, no, that's John right. and I were down at the auction not mm-hmm. so long ago. Because, of course, um, people know you very famously from the Great Kelvin auction and also from your television career. That's right. Well, that These things all sort of started relatively late in my life. I think I started the auction when I was in my 40s, that was uh, 1989. Lala, my daughter, and I started it um, in Bothwell Lane, which was just down from Glasgow Street. I was and then we to... were in Otago Street. Well, you were, I mean, you were in Otago Street for many, many years. But years. I was trying to remember, because I was at the original auction, you went along the lane. That's right. But I, I was trying to figure out, I could not figure out, that lane? It's in between What's... Otago Street and Bank Street. Walk My down goodness. Glasgow Street and it's just along, uh, the, of course, along the dirt track. You wouldn't be going along there ever. You would have needed that reason. That's right. That's no, right. I remember that. I remember mm. buying um, some of their present there and I got wee um, tea, teaspoons and a wee silver teaspoons and a lovely wee velvet box. That was the first thing ever I got at the auction. I know. Well, that was all, would you believe it, Pat? That's over 30 years ago. Oh and at that time, it was just me, Lala, and Lala's big pal, Sean, Sean Purser, who helped us carry the wardrobes along the, the lane. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now, my goodness, there's 18 mm-hmm. at Great Western Auctions, mm-hmm. you know. That's fabulous. Mm-hmm. Of course, you started out as a gym teacher. Well, that's, uh, that's what I did in my... Uh, it seems like a, a thousand <laughs> years ago. I think... Uh, don't ask me how I ended up there, but maybe it was because I was the only girl in the class that could do a handstand. <laughs> I was... I, I liked uh, doing hockey and netball and all that sort of stuff. And it trained, uh, first of all, as a, a PE teacher in Aberdeen and then in Edinburgh. And I taught only for a very short time... But I specialised in dance and taught uh, uh, dance. It was quite good, mm-hmm. but um, uh, pretty early on in my life, I I was always an, an adventurous. I was always ready to try another adventure or to have a, a go at something else and um, started buying uh, antiques for a, an Irish dealer. And that's how I get into... Uh, working with antiques 
um, and really have been involved in that environment or that world ever since. Um, and it's been a very exciting world, I have to I say know. that. Well, do you know, I'm, I'm sure it must be so exciting for you, but even going down to an auction is exciting. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's exciting being there. It's so interesting and... You know, the, the atmosphere is fantastic. Yeah. Well, one of my philosophies at the time when I started was that I wanted to bring the the public, the ordinary person, into the atmosphere of the the auction and the excitement of the auction. Because when I was a wee girl, my dad used to take me to the old Crown sale rooms in Sucky Hall Street. I don't know if you remember that. No, no, I do remember your dad. Yes, he mm-hmm. was a, he was mm-hmm. terrific. Mm-hmm. He would take me there, and I was fascinated by this auction, this auction world, because there was the auctioneer standing on a rostrum. He was the star of the show, mm-hmm. and you were surrounded by all these unusual, weird and wonderful objects and you had all these people bidding, and so they were using strange languages like winking or um, <laughs> uh, uh, using hand gestures or all that sort of thing. So it was like a piece of theatre for me. Mm-hmm. And when I started my auction, auctions at that time were in the main, um, well, it was male dominated, the trade was male dominated, and um, they were really the places that I would say antique dealers went to buy their stock. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But I wanted to the bring that people. private yeah. person mm-hmm. into the auction mm-hmm. and for them to be part of the theatre, mm-hmm. for them to be part of the cast mm-hmm. because the auction is full of unknowns. It's, it gives you a different shopping experience. Mm-hmm. When you go into the auction, it's not like going into a shop with, how much is that? Twenty nine ninety nine. No, you don't know if you're going to get it. You're going to look <laughs> at it. You're going to think, what am I going to pay for it? And then you're going to bid for it. And you do not know if you're going to get that item until... That hammer falls. Uh, yeah, yeah, you've got to work your way into it. Mm-hmm. Well, 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 I felt like that because when I went at first, I, I didn't bid. I told John. Were you scared? Uh-huh. I didn't. I, was, I just wasn't. Didn't feel confident about it. So I told John Duncan. Oh yes, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and and I um, would say to him what I was prepared to pay, and he would give me an idea, uh-huh. and he did that for me. Yes, well, that's still open to people too, isn't oh, of it? Course, so I think yes. that's good for people who maybe um, think, oh, well, what do I do or what? Uh-huh. Because um, there isn't anything really to be shy about or worried about. Well, this is the thing. Mm-hmm. What we, what I thought, if I'm going to bring the private person in. We've got to make it user-friendly for them because they might feel a bit shy or a bit um, overwhelmed by what's happening. So I would explain to them what happened. I would help them, um, giving them wee, uh, um, uh, help with uh, bidding, how to do bidding. I mean, I always said to people, I like people to walk out and be happy with what they've got. I would always say, make up your mind what you're going to pay for it and don't go any further. Mm-hmm. You know, unless it's something you can't mm-hmm. live without, of course. Mm-hmm. So it, we made it easy for people to to bid, so yeah. that it was fun, yeah. and it's fun. 
mm-hmm. because your heart's beating. You know, <laughs> your heart's beating fast. Am I going to get this? Will I go on a, another one? Or will I drop out here? Or who's bidding against me? Yeah. So it's exciting mm-hmm. and you don't know what's yeah. going to but happen. you're usually, I mean, you're usually quite lucky. Yes, I feel that I don't, there might have been a couple of, you know, wee things over the years that I, I didn't get, but I've been, I mean, we're lucky, the last time I went with John, we were lucky, but the first thing that I got in, well, we got, Jim and I, in Otago Street, we got uh, my engagement ring. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. We <laughs> still got it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't that valuable ring because we were totally skinned, uh-huh. but, um, and we weren't even really bothering about getting engaged. I mean, it seemed, it seemed a bit absurd. I think I was 41 or something. <laughs> but he um, he thought it was easier um, to tell his mum that we were getting engaged rather than just getting married. Yes. So, so we had to get a, a ring and we got it at the auction. I've still got it, yeah. Yeah, yeah right. it was a kind of antique ring. Ah, that's nice. Well, you mm-hmm. see, the thing is, it's... Um, the auctions are about what what you're seeing are things that have been used before, and that's great. But auctions are very green, you know. Mm-hmm. We're 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 not um, we're not selling brand new no, things which true. have been manufactured. That's, that's we're selling things that have been loved before, pre-loved. looked after, pre-loved, pre-loved mm-hmm. and pre-owned, um, and we've got all that stuff. And it's a very economical uh-huh. um, a place to buy, yeah. you know, well, especially you'll get in jewellery. Uh-huh. Well, especially you'll get better, in jewellery. Better quality. The, val- mm. you, the value is much better. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. For I mean, we sell uh, a wide range of stuff. Uh, we sell jewellery, we sell silver, we sell pictures, we sell ceramics, we sell uh, militaria, we sell coins, we sell... And gorgeous carpets. Wonderful carpets, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we sell right across the the range, and there's always something to suit everybody's pocket. <laughs> Do you know, That's you true. don't need to go and spend a fortune. You can go and spend a fortune. You know, you're selling, uh, especially in the fine sales, very expensive things. But I always like to think that young couples coming, just starting off, getting their first home, they can come they can come and buy a nice piece of furniture mm-hmm. for their, their mm-hmm. home. They can come and buy their engagement mm-hmm. ring. Yeah, you know, yeah. they can but, have... but it's such a, a nice thing to do. I remember um, when I went to Otago Street at first, I thought, my goodness, the people, everyone there, <laughs> you kind of thought, I think they've had an audition rather than an interview. <laughs> you know, and... and, and especially yourself, Anita, you know, just to watch the whole proceeding, you've got to be very on the ball. Yes, you know, yes. And know uh-huh. But it was really, it was really great. And then um, when, when Val worked there for uh, some weekends, when she went on holiday, I don't know if you remember this, I filled in for her sometimes. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. That was... <laughs> so, uh-huh. so, I mean, only, I think about maybe three weekends I did it. Uh-huh. Um, Marking who had bought what. And That's right. But you were kept going. It was oh, like yeah. you, you couldn't. Everybody that. had a role. Yes, of course. That would all be the time be, before everything was computerized. Exactly. And uh-huh. IT and has uh, changed the uh-huh. auction world. Well, going online and looking at the um, you know 
what, what do you call it? The the catalogue. The catalogue. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could spend hours and hours on that. Well, people do. Oh, I mean, there's over 30,000 people go onto that website, our website, every month to look at the sales. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it means that you can... Um, Catalogues go on <laughs> online, say, three or four days before mm-hmm. the sale. Mm-hmm. And it means that you can go along and go through all the different lots. Mm-hmm. You've got your description, your estimated price, and you, but you've got all these images. Yeah. And, and you can and magnify I, I, the uh, images yeah, to look and, at things um, closely. What I did when I went, I, had, I photographed the images, on, mm-hmm. so I had them on my phone, so I knew the number, so I knew before we went down, I knew what I was... You know, I did go down to look beforehand, uh-huh. but you, you, you had the, the image that you, that, you know, what you wanted. That's no, right. I, I love looking at... I mean, I could quite happily look at the catalogue, even if I wasn't going to the auction, because it's so interesting. That's it's, right. You might not be looking for something, but something would catch your eye. That's right. And, of course, people can bid online. Mm-hmm. Um, we have maybe six or seven hundred, eight hundred times sometimes uh, people... registering to bid online and so the auctioneer has a a monitor there and this monitor the people can bid and you're seeing the bids on the monitor Mm -hmm. so it's quite exciting Mm -hmm. you know no it is that that last time i was down i was getting stuff for john but when we went out i think i was uh, it was luke i was talking to and we went out the back way Uh and some stuff had just arrived right so I got my eye on something walking out. So, actually, after the auction, I saw something else, and I love it. Um, I've got it in the living room. It's a magazine rack. Oh, yes. Wooden, but it's like a wee table with the rack oh, at yes. the back. Uh-huh. And it's as if, um, I think somebody may have built it themselves. Sounds like unusual. a 1930s Art Deco It is uh, kind of piece. Art Deco. But you, your, house, nice. your house is a sort of Art Deco house, isn't it? So well, not the, the outside is, but, I mean, not inside. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> not really, but um, I wouldn't say that everything kind of goes. But um, I, do, I do like that because um, you can see what's in it. Yes. It's got three levels. Uh-huh. So you can, you know, you're not, it's not like a pile of... Yes. Stuff. No, no, that that was just a small thing. I paid next to nothing for it, but I do really, really love it. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. no, um, no. I think it's um, more people should go. You know, should well, give, give you're it, getting two and three hundred people down there at the uh, the weekends. They're coming to view. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, tomorrow's a a viewing day. Saturday's a sale day. It'll be busy there. Um, it's a very successful. Um, auction. Oh, absolutely. And it's down in, in just on Dumbarton Road. Dumbarton Road. Inch. Is it White yeah. Inch or Scotston? Um, White, uh, Scotston, White Inch, just uh-huh. on the border. Mm-hmm. Um, just uh, Dumbarton Road, across from the, the Bowling Green, uh-huh. Victoria Park. So Bowling Green, and next hand. door to Granny Gibbs uh-huh. pub. And it's very well organised. I mean, people can get things delivered. Yes. People there that you just set up. No, I think that a lot of people that have never experienced auction would be really surprised and yes. really uh-huh. get, get hooked. Yeah. Everybody makes their way down there eventually. eventually. I know, yeah. I know. And then um, I, one of the things I wondered about was, what did you think of Louise Welsh writing that her book, The Cutting Room? I know. Was that not amazing? Oh, yes. <laughs> well, that was... Uh, um, of course, she 
came from a family that were involved in antiques and bookshops and so on and so forth. So she had intimate knowledge of that world. Right. And what she did was made the, the, the most marvellous novel out of uh -huh. it. With uh, I don't know if you remember Doogie Carmichael, who oh, was my picture cataloger. Uh -huh. She based the main character on him because Doogie used to stay down, um, down the lane, lane mm -hmm. didn't he? Yeah, mm -hmm. no, he was great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, that, that what was it? Was it the cutting? The room? cutting room. Yes, mm -hmm. that was uh, um, that was terrific. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Absolutely terrific. If they have a, if they ever turn into a film, and you they'll have you in the main part. Oh, that's right. Well, well I don't know. I was a lot younger in those days. <laughs> no, I mean, well, you've got all your television experience. I mean, you have become quite a celebrity. Well, I don't. I'm. I'm not keen in the celebrity culture um, mm. part. I just be who I am and do the best that uh -huh. I can in everything uh -huh. that I do and try and enjoy myself as much <laughs> as I can. And again, the telly stuff came to me later in life. I mean, I, I've been doing telly now for 18, 19 years. Um, so, and that was kind of a... I didn't seek it. I mm. didn't go and want to do it. Um, the it was Flog It that came along to us and the series producer decided that um, she would like to ask me to come along and be one of mm -hmm. their experts and mm -hmm. that of course when you get into doing one of these programmes you, you start doing them all so I've done all of them, mm -hmm. all of them and, then and it has been great fun they, they um, haven't got so many women to, to call it and, and you've got a certain kind of way of doing things and then you've got a good look yes. you know, so people remember you that's right well at the beginning uh, when I was doing uh, telly um, there were only two women involved in that myself and Kate Bliss there were no other women mm -hmm. you know and what they had they had with Kate a, a lovely English rose and they had uh, with me a kind of uh, eccentric Scottish woman <laughs> with a Scottish accent, but a Scottish accent that people could understand mm -hmm. and a wee bit of Glasgow humour, uh -huh. you know. No, no, it's the, it, it, I mean, every, I enjoy it, you know, it, it, it definitely works. These programmes are very well made too. Yes, oh yes. You know, uh -huh. Uh -huh. I mean, they the, the, the catch a big, big audience of people that, aren't necessarily interested in, in antiques That's but true. they get caught up in in the the show mm -hmm. you know no yeah. no no about no, they were very glad to get a hold of you oh well I, well i've enjoyed it i mean it's mm -hmm. been very good it's given me the opportunity to travel all over the uk uh -huh. see lots of interesting things uh -huh. um meet lots of nice folk uh -huh. and just generally have a good old uh -huh. time now wait a minute not only the uk what about the passport? You and Lala oh, in Iceland. Oh, that's right. Oh, that, <laughs> that was, was great. Oh, was. Um, yes, that was Scottish passport. That was uh -huh. a few years ago. Um, the, we went to Iceland. Oh, no. I saw you on the plane. <laughs> yes. It was, um, it was wonderful to go there because it is so completely different from everything else that you could imagine. You know, mostly I'd travelled in Europe or mm -hmm. got Australia. My mother lived in Australia, so I'd been in that sort. But Iceland was so different. And it was absolutely wonderful. And, of course, they had organised very interesting things for us to do. 
like um, going to the Museum of Modern Art in Reykjavik and going to markets where I uh, uh, a shark which had been buried in the ground for <laughs> or a bit of it for a thousand years, um, the wonderful modernist cathedral. Um, and we even went up on this tiny, tiny, tiny little aeroplane which took us over the glaciers and uh, volcanoes mm. which were puffing, you know. <laughs> right. So right. it was, what an mm. experience. It was yeah. quite scary when mm. I looked at the size of the plane. But once we were up there, mm-hmm. it was uh, absolutely uh-huh. marvellous. And that was great for the two of you to get away together. It was like good. That. Yes, I know. Uh-huh. I know. No, I know. no, no. I've watched it. I've actually watched it a couple of times. It's a, it's it's a nice. Uh-huh. Yes, no. it's nice. And in Iceland, does it does? I think more people are going to Iceland now. Mm-hmm. It's know, actually it's, not uh-huh. all that far from mm-hmm. uh, from Glasgow. Mm-hmm. A flight mm-hmm. straight there. Mm-hmm. Glasgow to Reykjavik. Yeah. They've got at the film festival just now, you know, that's their um, country strand this year is Iceland. Really? A lot of fabulous Icelandic films. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. So, and there were quite a few people, you know, they have these Q&A sessions and there were people from Shetland. Right. So they were very interested yes. in uh-huh. the, you know, I think there's some sort of, um, there's a strong connection and so maybe some of the culture is kind yes. of... Because uh-huh. you forget how close that's right. How close it is closer to Iceland than it is to, well, the Scotland, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Really? I, I'm, isn't I'm, it? Not, I'm not. I don't. My, my geography isn't all that. Uh-huh. All that particular, but I, I know that it's, it's certainly nearer to Iceland than Glasgow, and the the have that definitely seems to be that kind of sort of connection. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So so what's next on your agenda? Anything Well, I've just uh, finished the, the, the project that I've finished was getting this house. So after living in Glasgow Street for 50 odd years, oh uh, and then I got this, so that was a bit of a project. Um, the I, I think I've got another wee project left in me. And I'm not quite sure what it is yet, um, but um, I've always got to have something going which is, sort of captures my, my imagination. I don't know, I might write a little bit or maybe I'll try stand-up or something like that. I don't know, but there's something... I'll, I'll see... I mean, the auction is... Um, just a fascinating environment to work in. It would be in. great to write the kind of story of the auction, mm-hmm. yeah, wouldn't it? From the, um, you know, how how it started up and you know, very, very much part of, very much part of Glasgow West End. It is, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, in those early days up in Otago Street, I mean... We were on the third floor, which oh was the worst goodness. place in the world for an auction. Trailing up those stairs. Or coming up that cranky old lift, mm. which kept breaking down. Yeah. And, I mean, the West Enders flooded mm-hmm. uh, to, to the auction, mm-hmm. you know, and you get every eccentric character uh, mm. that was about. I mean, I, I've got friends, I've got close friends, you know, Jim Bowes. Right, of course. uh, I mean, Jim is just, I mean, you can't think of Jim without thinking of the auction. I know. It's so much part of his life. He and his wife have got Uh, the most wonderful taste. Uh They've got the taste. I mean, I'm always saying to Katrina, I think it's probably the nicest house I've ever been in. I just love their 
their house is gorgeous yeah. uh-huh. and a lot of the stuff is from the auction yes uh, oh but he's got mm-hmm. wonderful uh, both get wonderful taste yeah both get mm-hmm. wonderful taste you mm-hmm. know well he's probably one of your your very biggest fans all he right yeah. loves the love to absolutely loves the, the auction mm-hmm. but they're I, I mean, if you go down, you'll always meet somebody. You'll That's always right. meet somebody that, that you know. The auction's an easy place to make friends because there's always something to talk about. Uh-huh. You know, there could be a stranger next to you because you go, what? Fancy that getting that amount. You know, and that started a <laughs> wee conversation. Um, yeah, people have made friends. And I, I'll tell you, I remember folk who started off as university students coming along to Otago Street mm-hmm. uh, and they only maybe had uh, not very much to uh, spend uh, and then they start their careers and now they're kind of middle-aged men and women <laughs> and they've got a couple of bob, you mm-hmm. know, but they're still coming to the auction and mm-hmm. uh, I've, I've looked at their taste developing mm-hmm. and changing over the years mm-hmm. and, uh, well, they've become friends, you know, mm-hmm. and it's always nice to to see them because there is every two weeks there is an auction and mm-hmm. it's a destination mm-hmm. and funnily enough people come from all over the world the television programs have given us a great profile mm-hmm. and these programs are shown all over Europe in Australia Australia loves bargain hunt mm-hmm. uh, so we get people visiting we're on this sort of antiques trail mm-hmm. So people come from all over the um, this country, but all over Europe, Australia, America as well. You know, so well, it's astonishing. I, I'm I'm not at all surprised to hear that because, you know, on the the website, you know, we I don't look all that much, but every so often we'll have a look at the stats or have a look at you know questions being asked, and one of I mean, and this has been for years and years and years, but particularly since the, the television or all that um, started up, one of the most common questions that we get asked, I don't answer it, but is, how old is Anita Manning? All right. <laughs> <laughs> have a guess, have a guess. Honestly, yeah. I, I guarantee you that we will have at least two or three people every single week in life Asking is that, that right? uh-huh. yeah. oh, they must be curious. <laughs> and from all, from all I think it's quite know? easy. I think it's quite available on the but, internet but, to but tell people, you the truth. But people, they're obviously sitting watching the program and they're 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 I wonder what age I need. I know. I'll just ask Pat. <laughs> just say, about the same age as me. I yeah, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> We're no. still going strong, Pat. You know. I know. So, anyway, Anita, thanks very much. It's great to catch up with you, apart from anything else and I'm so intrigued with this press but I just love your house and looking out over the river Kelvin mm-hmm. just great. fantastic great spot so I hope you'll be very happy here thank you Pat and mm. it's been great to sit down and have a wee blether with you again it's been absolutely <laughs> lovely so I'm so no. pleased that um, we got five minutes to, know, to sit know. down and blether so right well thank, thank you Anita Thanks Anita, thanks Pat. This ends another episode of Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End Chat. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. And I'll catch you the next time. Bye for now.